Welcome to Friends and Daggers, the daily vlogcast that helps us, especially during this Lenten season, to fix our eyes on the person and the work of Jesus. Today's lesson is taken from John chapter 2, and it speaks of the passionate Christ. Now, as John begins in chapter 2, he says uh, these words, On the third day, a wedding took place at Cana in Galilee, and Jesus' mother was there, and Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. So, why did Jesus go to the wedding? Well, the clear answer is that he was invited. He was part of a family. He had friends. He, he lived in a community, and, and there was a, a wedding to celebrate. But also, he is the incarnate Son of God. He is uh, the second person of the Trinity, of the Godhead that has taken on human flesh. He's our brother, and now he's part also of the human family. And so he, he goes to the wedding because he, he joins us. He participates with us in all things. And the good news is that we join and participate with him as well. So he goes to the wedding and he celebrates and he dances and he's, he's full of joy. Uh, we'll learn also in the Gospel of John that he goes to the funeral of his good friend Lazarus. And there he is with Mary and Martha and he stands at the graveside and he, he weeps with them. He participates with them in their grief uh, and their mourning. He is the incarnate Son of God, Jesus our brother, who is part of of the human family. So on the Sabbath, he goes to the synagogue with his family. With the pilgrims, he travels up to Jerusalem for the feasts and the festivals. He goes to the temple. Now, a little later in John chapter 2, it says, when it was almost time for the Jewish Passover, Jesus went up to Jerusalem, and in the temple courts he found men selling cattle and sheep and doves and others sitting at tables exchanging money. So when Jesus enters this house, his father's house, he finds it desecrated. There's commercialism, and it's consuming the courtyard. And there is this passion for profit, and it's replacing all of the psalms of praise. The back door, uh, you could say, of his father's house was left open, and uh, uh, these thieves have now taken up residence. And so his emotions now are intense, and there's this righteous indignation that builds up. And so he has a passion and a purpose to protect the, his father's house, and they intertwine, and he makes a whip, and uh, today he's going to be a hawk and not a dove. John chapter 2, verse 15. So he made a whip out of cords and drove all from the temple area, both sheep and cattle, and he scattered the coins and uh, of the money changers and overturned their tables. And to those he sold doves, he said, get these out of here. How dare you turn my father's house into a market? And then the text says, verse 17, his disciples remembered that it was written, zeal for your house will consume me. That's Psalm 69, verse 9. Jesus is the fulfillment of the psalm. Zeal for your house will consume me. So the passionate Christ, again, is the incarnate God, a God who takes on human flesh, has this intense emotion, and he, he experiences the full range 
of those emotions. He knows the extreme joy. He knows uh, the sadness. Uh, he has a righteous and a fierce anger. Now, he just doesn't, again, attend a wedding. Uh, he's the life of it, isn't he? I mean, he keeps the wine flowing. He celebrates and he laughs. And when he enters his father's house, zeal consumes him. He cleanses, he rebukes, and he, he lashes out. So this Jesus is our brother. He's part of the, the family. And he goes to the weddings and the funerals, and he goes to Sabbath. Uh, on the Sabbath, he goes to the synagogue, and he pilgrims and travels to Jerusalem, uh, observes the feasts and the festivals. He goes to the temple. There's one more thing. He goes to the cross, and he goes to the grave. He joins us. He participates in our death. He takes our sin upon himself, the wage of sin being death, and he dies our death. Now the good news is we join with him. We also participate with him in his death and with his resurrection. Our sins are on him. Our sins are put in the grave with him. And we will also be a part of his resurrection. The Apostle Paul says it this way in Romans chapter 6, verse 4. We were therefore buried with him, with Jesus, through baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may have new life. If we have been united with him like this in his death, we will certainly also be united with him in his resurrection.